0: He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan
1: Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. We are at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, AwkwardWithEvan.com for every last episode you can find. And you can obviously uh, subscribe, rate, share, uh, five-star it on iTunes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a two-parter episode. First thing we're going to do is we're going to talk to my friend Owen Alabado, very talented actor, very talented uh, singer and comedian. I actually, our last time we really uh, met up was when I did his comedy show at Flappers in Burbank. And I think we had done other shows together years prior and we, we kind of tried to retrace our steps. Um, but he's extremely talented um, back in Wisconsin, but then came back here uh, visiting in LA and uh, we we Zoomed it from the same city. Um, But, uh, you know, he kind of went through how he's dealing with everything COVID as well Um, and just, you know, talked a little bit of comedy and just kind of uh, shot the breeze and uh, let him roll. So that's part one. Part two, I'm bringing back someone I had not had on since episode one. I'm bringing back on Beckett Sage, a.k.a. my kid, because uh, this weekend is WrestleMania 37.0. From Tampa, Florida, and I figured sometimes I like to bring on Facebook friends with a uh, affinity for wrestling, and you know Beckett uh, could have gone to WrestleMania this year. I asked him many times, and he said no, but apparently he would have been open to it. Uh, So that breaks my heart. And ironically, he's in Florida, which is where WrestleMania is going to be this weekend. Uh, But he kind of has his birthday coming up, so decisions, decisions. Anyway, we'll get to Beckett later, but first let's get to my talk. With Owen Alabado, Alabado. Okay, this is socially awkward with Evan Wexel, and uh, it's another podcast, and this time. I'm, you can't see him right now. Oh, I could have him where we can see him both of us at the same time. Yeah, now you can see both of us at the same time. This is actor, comedian, Wisconsinite or Californian. We're going to find out. Mm -hmm. Owen Alabado, Welcome to Socially Awkward.
2: Thank you, Evan. Thanks for having me.
1: Okay. So let's get your timeline down. Why I met you well, I'm my most vivid memory is doing your show at Flappers like a year ago, but I know we've met prior to that. I forgot where that was. was
2: that also at Flappers. I want to say we started doing the comedy circuit around the same time. And I want to say like how how old were you or like what year did you start doing comedy?
1: <laughs> well, I got to LA in 2005. So I was already a few years into okay. comedy. And then it was a lot of open mics, but you know, if you, when you tell people how long you've done comedy, like I've been doing comedy for 20 years, like mm-hmm. I could condense that into probably 11. So yeah. if you smoosh it all together, um, but yeah, I forgot I might've, maybe was it ever like at a, in Huntington beach, did you ever do like a- No,
2: I think I started doing comedy um, around 2007. I okay. Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Okay. Um, and I started the comedy store, and then I did. I started doing rooms and the improv. Um, maybe maybe then, it was improv. Yeah, okay. I definitely did a, like a lot of shows there. I don't know. Did you ever uh, do shows with um, uh, what was it called? White Boy Productions, or was it? Yeah, something like that. What was his name? It, it was,
1: was. It was through the improv. Like the shows yes. were at the improv usually. Yeah. And then there was
2: that small room up at that restaurant. Did you ever do that show?
1: once yes i think maybe that was where on uh in was on fairfax or was it west hall yeah
2: that was a nice room. i
1: remember yeah i did that there once man it's on the list somewhere i have a list
2: i mean it's we've been doing it so long we can't i mean it's like i remember like seeing comics from you know back in those days and then years later run into them 10 years later and be like oh my god we did a show i mean i remember doing a show uh with melissa via senora um, oh wow yeah she actually did when i ran my own room in this bar called the blue moon back in the day probably like i want to say like late 2008 2009 yeah uh she did my room a couple of times and um and then all of a sudden i was like oh she's on snl <laughs> like it's crazy
1: did you was she just like doing her regular shtick on stage like to do her impressions and talk she about was
2: yeah doing the impressions um and the crowd just loved her. I, and I knew, I knew when she did my show, yeah. I was like, "She's gonna blow up." I know it. I know it. Yeah. And then crazy. I think she did AGT like maybe a year later. And- oh yeah, I saw her audition. Yeah, it was really good.
1: Yeah, I once I had the, I had the ability actually to cross paths with Chloe Feynman a couple of times. Oh nice. She's now on there, and I got to write a skit on before she was on the show that 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 she was in, and it was I could tell like, man, she's gonna. It's good to see her like. She's the next one. I feel like
2: you just know, like sometimes you meet people and you're just like, I used to teach improv in the Valley at the LA connection comedy theater. Yeah. And I taught the teen class and I was like, I knew this kid named Nate Hartley. I was like, I know he's going to make it. I know he is. And, uh, he was from, I think Ohio and his, his parents were running out of money Mm -hmm. and they weren't, they, you know, it was pilot season and they weren't able to like pay their, um, their dues. And I told the mother, I was like, I'll pay for his dues. Like, wow. I know this kid is going to make it. And no shit, like, I think, like, within five years, I he, I saw him on Role Models. And then wow. he did Drill Bit. Taylor is one of the main kids. And now, you know, works all the time. But you just kind of know, you know, when you meet people, like, they got it, you know?
1: Oh, good. Are they, they going to hook you up in any way in the future now? Are they going to uh, pay you back
2: the dues? You know, it's funny. I've always <laughs> felt uncomfortable ever reaching out to people that, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I used to, uh, manage a restaurant in LA and a lot of my, you know, uh, client or customers were celebrities and right. became friends of mine. And, right. you know, Regina King was, you know, a good friend of mine for oh, many wow. years. And, uh, um, you just, and like, I used to do, uh, theater with Danny Pudi back in Wisconsin. I don't know if okay. you know from, Community. uh,
1: the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's
2: a, the Indian guy from was actually half Indian, half Polish, but he's, a, um, you know, big-time actor now and I you know I just when someone gets there far you just I, I never like reached out because I felt it was uncomfortable like oh I haven't mm-hmm. talked to you in like five years but now you're on tv you know right um I know if I ever saw Danny Pudi or Nate Hartley you know again it would just be like oh my god so good to see you but I've, I don't know I've never done that before I've never like I always thought I was just gonna pave my own way and just oh sure you know, you know, do do my own thing. And, and if someone reached out to me and like, Hey, you know, I got this part for you or whatever. I always try to build relationships in the industry just through like, just through common human bonding, you know, and just hope that someday they'll be like, Hey, I got this project for you. It's perfect. You know, which has happened to me in the past, you know, sometimes it hasn't worked out, but I've gotten audition or, you know, an opportunity through just personal relationships, you know,
1: have you tried to, to do some more of that, can it be done over Zoom? When like there's these, have you done Zoom? I haven't done Zoom comedy shows where like I'm one of several comedians that are going up per se. But the the networking, I don't know, can we still do that or it's it's, it's a little tricky, I guess. Yeah, I mean, right I haven't now, done any of those.
2: Have you done Zoom comedy shows?
1: So I've done my own like headline shows where it's like only okay. me, but uh, no, like to, I've never done one like on a, on a lineup.
2: I did it once and it yeah. felt so uncomfortable. It was this, <laughs> this law firm found me, uh, there, um, online yeah. and they were, um, a nationwide law firm, but based the biggest offices in Jersey. So they, they reached out to me for LGBT, for their gay pride month. Right. And, uh, so, um, I headlined there, there was three comics and I was, I was the last one. And, um, I did it in my room, had the lights, all everything just and it. It was just so awkward. I was like, I don't really want to do this if I unless I get paid. And they did pay me. Yeah, but you,
1: you couldn't could you you could really hear all the laughter? Were they all like muted when they did it that. It was
2: it was just awkward. I mean, I'm I need human energy, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I need that like that audience that and that's part of the reason why I love doing stand-up. It was the human connection, yeah, and that fed me up my need to be on stage because I was mainly an actor and like right. an improv actor, and comedy stand-up was just kind of like thing that someone was like you need to do this you know you're you're naturally funny you should do this and um i really loved getting on stage but um there's certain parts of stand up that i was like i don't know if i could do this for a living (laughs) 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 Uh,
1: one line that stuck with me that you did like last time i saw you was like you said you're gonna move to wisconsin so that you know you, you could now like be thin by comparison. I don't, I don't know like if that was what what the line was.
2: I mean, cause like my whole shtick about Wisconsin is like, you know, there I'm Cinderella um, here in LA, I'm a a fuckable stepsister. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I always make fun. Like, you know, here I'm, I'm I'm gay fat and there I'm skinny. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it's so funny since I've moved back, I've actually, you know, put, packed on some pounds mainly because of COVID right, and, right. um, not being able, cause I, I was a instructor of martial arts and core work for 24 fitness for like 10 years. Wow. And, um, that was like, I was getting paid to work out and then plus like Wisconsin people drink. It's not, it's not a joke. It's like, it's a real thing in wisconsin so like even when you're like oh i don't really want to have a drink tonight then your roommate's like oh let's just have one you know just one manhattan and you know have a little chat and let's meet up for a beer after work and um it's 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 8 a.m let's have a beer it's it's crazy because like (laughs) um i forgot how much wisconsin people love to drink and that obviously does not help the
1: right no, um, I saw there once they're like a judge allowed or something like they, they let the restaurants or bars open. Like maybe this was over the winter. Like this was like early on, maybe April, May. And once they opened, like by nighttime, the Wisconsin pubs were like packed. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. we're just people there's like, we're going back. All right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. We have more pubs per capita, I think, than any other state. Yeah. Um, there's a list that goes around um, of the, I think the 20 most the drunkest cities in the united states right and i think 15 of the cities are in wisconsin yeah
1: it's probably different than like a party school the dynamic of being a party school versus a drunken city there's probably different
2: <laughs> oh yeah different
1: pros and cons to that <laughs> uh so it's more probably a sadness connected to the to, to the city part but uh yeah, I man, because in my background I have right now is the University of Wisconsin, which I got into but I I didn't go. I it was a rolling decision, but
2: that's you know. funny. I did too. I got into it and but you didn't go. go. Yeah. Well, because I wanted to I wanted to go to school for musical theater. Okay. Like a like a good little half Filipino gay boy. I wanted to yeah. sing and dance. And of course, um, I had a lot of Uh, resistance from my Filipino side because they wanted me to go to school to be a nurse obviously or a doctor yeah and um, I was in this uh, singing group in um, high school called Kids from Wisconsin it was like a state show choir yeah and all of them were going to Stevens Point Wisconsin and I was like but I want to go to Madison like Madison should have a good theater program it was shit like at least back in the like the early 2000s like I mean they had like a a dance program over here and then an opera program over here there was no like cohesive theater department yeah and so i was i was a sad little boy when i didn't go to madison because i I that was my dream since i was a kid to go to madison
1: oh okay and, i but- i knew it was huge i mean i'd talk to people i had friends that went there i'm from a place in long island where like you know like there's so much was like northeast spillover to mm-hmm. madison from there So, yeah, I've never actually even been to the campus. So
2: Oh, it's it's a fun. I had a lot of friends who went there, so I visited the camp. And I'm from a city 30 minutes south. Okay. So I grew up knowing Madison very well. Gotcha. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the school I went to was the best program in the state. It was actually the only BFA in musical theater for UW school. So, in a way, if I wanted to go to school for musical theater, that was, like, kind of my only choice at the time. What
1: were your favorite shows or roles that you were in coming up in the – middle school or high school and those because I was my wife Kelly likes that's like that was her jam like oh she yeah would just I do all I, those yeah
2: I just watched her like I've been watching her stuff on like Facebook and she's been <laughs> like all over the place I love it oh, yeah. um no I I grew up being a rent boy I loved rent yeah. that was like my you know that era was like you know everyone loved rent and yeah I actually got three callbacks when I was in um when I was in New York live you know you're from New York yeah yeah do you know where Rye Plainland is?
1: Yeah, it's like a that's a like Westchester County kind of area. That's like kind of yeah. like a big
2: like state fair kind of feel to it. But it's like the oldest, most rundown theme park. <laughs> at least back in I don't know. I was there. I remember in the
1: commercials, or I remember going. I went there. Maybe um, I went there once, but they were they were the commercials were really prevalent, like on the radio.
2: It's the place where um Tom Hanks like ran uh to the during big okay and it was like yeah putting the quarter in the, the the um boltar or whatever and yeah um it's anyways so i lived there for a summer and then i ended up we just went to an open call for rent yeah and, um i remember in the the um one of the callbacks they were like you you look like your angel who's like the the latin drag queen right part. right right and then but you sing like tom collins because i have like a deep voice um yeah So like, yeah, like the, the, you know, this isn't going to work, but I love, you know, I love Rent. I love anything, uh, um, Stephen Schwartz, like, you know, Wicked, um, Children of Eden. That's like my jam, but I don't know. I just got back into singing after like, you know, um, pretty much 15 years of not Uh really doing it much. Uh I I used to sing at this bar in, um, Silver Lake called The Other Side on Friday nights. Oh, cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of nice to get back into that world just because now i'm in wisconsin i have so much more free time um, compared to la
1: because so because you wouldn't have to like hustle around you can just kind of with with yeah so it's like it's very and so weird. like i i barely have driven in like the last year here mm-hmm. like i just keep i keep logging into my auto insurance and being like i'm gonna lower my annual <laughs> mileage and get more credits Cause I'm not going anywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm sure here it's different. I mean, like I got out, I left right, right before, before the the shutdown. Yeah, so yeah. I was, I was driving across the United States while the whole United States was shut down. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of creepy at times because yeah. there's nobody on the road. So creepy, uh, but yeah, I got out. I mean, it was, that's the thing about living here at, you know, you know, I just turned 40 and I was like, yeah. it's, it's got. It got into like that hamster in a wheel feeling, you know. I would get up. I teach my classes in the gym. Um, I go to an audition, maybe two auditions, sometimes three auditions, and then I would go to my restaurant at night. Yeah. What's the restaurant you've been to before? Um, New Moon. I'm, yep. Can I say it?
1: I, I could say yeah. it's my podcast. <laughs> a Chinese place like in the yeah. area.
2: There was <laughs> like, you
1: know, and I it's it's I went there during this, and like you go there. And like all the chairs, obviously, are all folded up, and the every the, the chairs are upside down. But it's like there's a there's like an army of like of girls at the front, and <laughs> there's like a stack of like there's like a row of like twenty pickup orders, like all ready to go. <laughs> like it's so popular that they're just they just like there's this is art. It's just like, they they're probably one of the, probably the few restaurants that could get away with only doing takeout. Oh yeah, they even and thought about delivery it. because. I, I saw the bags when I picked it up at dinner time, and like, this is insane, but
2: yeah. I mean, the owner actually thought about that because once they started opening up outside, like, I think, you know, what I hear from other people is that it just became so problematic to have tables, sure. you know, yeah. and uh, people were just upset about things that like, hey, we're trying to survive this pandemic. And, you know, um, I think there was a lot of just like a lot of gripe from customers that, you know, it's not going to go back just because we opened up a couple of, you know, tables tables outside. outside that it's right. all of a sudden going to be the same kind of thing it was before. We're just trying to survive here. I mean, I'm not, I i do not work there anymore. Right, but right. I, Obviously, you know, I was there for fifteen years, so I still have a close connection to that place. And um,
1: yeah, no, it's the best. It's the best Chinese place. I mean, I've, I've had, luckily I have a Japanese place that's really good close to me. That again, I could pick up from, but. Um, yeah. It's just weird. Outdoor dining out here. It's like, that's almost like the only reason it's been like the 50th state to, to allow indoor dining to come back. I think it came back this week. I haven't checked it out firsthand, but it's like, just weird. We have this I have this diner down the street from me where it's, it's called Coco's and you go, you it's like on a main road and they set up like tents in a parking lot. And like, you have all these cars like driving by it and like uh-huh. all this exhaust fuel and like we're open and like you know, like at the waitress like walking out of the front door of the diner like half a block to bring you your food while you're sitting in like this parking lot that's shared by ralph's and Rite aid i like you guys what, what are we doing here <laughs> it's so
2: it's so weird seeing la as be, be, coming from wisconsin so i've been yeah. traveling because i have two months off of work okay. um, and uh, i've been traveling from wisconsin to florida to see my brother in tampa cool and i went to new orleans see a friend there, my dad's in Dallas, went to Houston, and went to Austin, and mm-hmm. then came here. And mm-hmm. so like, it's just crazy, the mentality of each di- like place is so different. Yeah. And how people react and how like, like, how people are even with me coming here and visiting, like, yeah, I, I just was like, hey, I told a few people I'm here. Um, and it's just, funny to see some people who are like scared to see me because I've been yeah. traveling even though I got an I you know I got a COVID test right sure. after right I got into LA and and I'm negative and it's just I don't know it's just crazy how every every state's different
1: yeah I actually did an in-person gig I did like my my one-year COVID anniversary um I did a show actually for like a military academy in West Point it's where nice. I flew in on a Tuesday quarantined tested on a early exit test on Friday to, to leave the quarantine day three, I just self-imposed it. And then day four, I did the show, but like my mom, my parents are from there. And like, my mom wouldn't let me within like 30 feet of her. And, you know, and my, like my dad, like had like a book he wanted to give back to me. So he actually opened the door without a mask and gave it to me. And then my sister like freaked out and like slammed the door. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, come on. <laughs> so they then call me and apologize. But I mean, I, I kind of, I surprised them, so that was my fault. But they knew I was in town, and they—I was in the same town as them, staying in a hotel, and they, you know, that's just a different mentality, different people. And I don't know if yeah. it changes. They—they got my mom's got her shots, and she's good, and my dad's about to get his, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, New York's lifting lifting their quarantine in April, so over. who knows? You know, every place,
2: every yeah. It's—I mean, I tell you, Florida people—they're just all over the place, uh, and you know, in Georgia, or I mean, uh, Texas. Um, like a lot of people like, oh, Texas doesn't care, but actually it's they even though they lifted the mandatory or the mandate for the mask, um, most places require a mask and they're strict about it. Yeah. Like if you walked in, like I was in a Starbucks and they were like, get on a mask. They screamed it from like, you know, from the back. And so it's funny. I thought I was going to go there and it was going to be like a free for all and like COVID didn't exist. It still existed there, but it's but it doesn't, it's still not like where people are afraid to be. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so like, it, it's
1: still the song you'll hear on the radio a lot, but it's not like hot, like it was when it, when it won a Grammy.
2: Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: so it's always going to be in our, in our, in our playlist, you know? So
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I just can't, I can't wait for the day that, that the, like, we don't talk about COVID or politics. Like, oh, yeah. those are the two things that I just, like, it's all 2020 was. Right. Like, every single day, all you did was argue or debate or talk, or, you know, it just was so, I mean, exhausting mentally. Yeah. yeah. You know?
1: And, yeah, I've been good at, you got to kind of steer clear of that stuff. And it's tough because, like, I have, like, because I ran for office last year, so now it's like I have a social media political thing that I I, I try to limit looking at because it's, like, I can look at both sides and be like, I I'll, I'll snooze both sides. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. They, like, it's just, you know, you're trying to destabilize a person one way or the other, mm-hmm. destabilize them by saying, you know, I can't go anywhere. Destabilize by saying, Oh, they don't want us to go anywhere. Or so, you know, so it's, you just can't play the You got to kind of just do your own thing. And yeah. yeah, that's what I'm,
2: I'm trying to live. Like, you know, like create change, be the change right. in your space in, yes. your, in the like take care of your world before you go on social media and then just scream at everybody else. Sure. It's just, it's, I mean, it's so frustrating. Like it, just being someone, especially who has, I tend to have more moderate views. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, and I kind of, I, I try to stray away from extreme views. Right. And, um, it's just like, take care of your backyard. <laughs> like, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but get um, off my lawn, yeah, <laughs> but I dream of that day. I mean, I know it's not going to be any day soon, but right. I mean, um, it's just, God, like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I have to enjoy life. A lot of people, sure. you know, will judge you for like being happy and like showing all these pictures. And like, I mean, I, I decided, I decided to get off of that train yeah. and, and deal with my stuff in my own personal world. as opposed to like blasted every single day on Facebook like we all you know it's from my own mental health I was like dude I need to get off this train and I just need to live my life and be happy and that's part of the reason why I'm so happy I'm in Wisconsin because man where I live Door County is like Mm -hmm. a Hallmark movie every day it's beautiful (laughs) and like you know it's just I don't know. It's just a magical place that I'm just really lucky. Cause I, I I don't, I can't imagine if I was here during the pandemic, I would have went crazy. Yeah.
1: So you're not, you're not, are you trying to do any industry stuff when you're here or is this more just like a social visit?
2: So I'm still represented. Um, as far as I know, I'm still represented by my agent in LA.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and I do have an agent pending in Chicago. Um, but I came up to Wisconsin to write. So, um, I, in a way what I mean by that is like one of the things I've always wanted to do is write more, write more, write more content for, you know, TV and film. And uh, so going back to Wisconsin, I have the space now to do it. So I've been working on a couple of films, an episodic, um, my old web series. I'm trying to like clean that and back into a a comedy series. So um, once I get all this polished up, I hope to, get into the writing world and sell some scripts get some projects done yeah. i'm filming one of my short films in about a month oh nice um back in wisconsin um it's going to be nice working with people who you know aren't industry la people <laughs> yeah i mean they might not be as polished and their skill set might not be as strong but right. there's something to be said about working with like raw talent that wants to learn and yeah. where LA was like, no, it's my idea, my idea. I want this, my ego, my ego, my ego. And it's yeah. like working like trying to create content in LA was just such a freaking headache. Um, you know, sometimes because everybody wanted it to be their idea and collaboration was always hard and people were flaky. I mean yeah. you probably know that being in the stand-up world, it's like I, I used to run my own shows for years and people, yeah, I, I couldn't pay you because we're doing shows in a bar and like just trying to, <laughs> you know, whatever, but, uh, you know, I got you free drinks, came out, out and did some comedy. And like, it'd be so like frustrating to see how many people would just like flake last minute, right? you know? And, uh, so going back to like being in Wisconsin, it's just so nice to have people who are like really wanting to like create a project. And they trust me because I have the, the experience, um, you know, and I've written a ton of short films that have been, um, you know awarded in many uh film festivals and so yeah I'm just really blessed to to start making content out there soon um yeah but I do tend I do plan on still having my I mean my hands are still dipped in the industry right I'm just like I pulled out and kind of resetting myself and seeing where I want to go with my career you know um whether it is more stand up world or more acting world or just as a writer i would love to just write from wisconsin and then like have to come to la if i have to you know yeah that kind of thing but
1: yeah no i mean i saw articles on a lot of like wisconsin made projects like i had a friend like she made a features like something like mags and Jules take a road trip like that was fully like wisconsin filmed and promoted and you know there's definitely ways to get your stuff out whether you do it in la or or wisconsin i just feel like you could do anything from anywhere now like now oh, it's yeah. like even playing field so uh yeah it's a lot to look forward to um okay i know you have to go soon um so but do you have since it's our first extended conversation do you have any question usually because usually like people that also know me and that people don't know me and my wife. Usually my wife does a lot of the talking. So I just like <laughs> hang back and just look awkward, but I don't know if, if you, have Oh any- my God.
2: That's so true. That's so it true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the dynamic.
2: But you have no idea.
1: Um, that, that's why it's like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, like who check out your friends. Like I don't have friends. It's my wife's friends, but I kind of latch on and they all kind of spill over to me maybe. So, but yeah, she's, she's the social one, but still, do you have any like random questions for me now that this is our first extended conversation
2: uh any. well how how's the how's the the dad life going
1: oh with the kid oh it's fine it's good because now like he's old enough where i can we can really like fight each other like oh, have yeah? like uh, eight he's almost nine oh, God. so it's good to like like he'll, he'll like sucker me in the way i sucker him and he's like I want to give you a hug, and then when when he gives me a hug, then like find a way to like to knee me somewhere or like <laughs> punch me in the back. But then I'll know where like all his pressure points are, and I can be mm-hmm. like, bow to me, child. So yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, Cool. So after after we end, I'm gonna record you separately doing one little thing. Okay. But I do want to thank you for for coming on this. And yeah. is there should is there ways people can check you out? Should they follow you somewhere?
2: Um, um I would you know just if you um a lot of, on my YouTube channel at Owen Alabado. if you just put that in, okay. uh, you can see a lot of my, you know, my videos, my short films. I have, like, three of my short films up. And then, um, if you ever want to watch my web series, uh, Dude Sitcom, nice. um, all you have to put in is a Dude Sitcom um, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so right now, just, like, if you want to just check out my social media presence, is official Owen Alabado on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually in the works of uh, creating a new uh, platform I'm going to be rebranding myself um, in Wisconsin is huh. taking all of the do you know you know the show Master of None that whole concept that I've heard right? of it yeah it's so like I really wish that Master of None wasn't already taken because I would love to to have that be the name of my channel
1: yeah
2: um, but I'm gonna like just um, sort of like highlight the fact that I I'm A really good singer, but not the best. The best singer. I'm a real good dancer, but not the best dancer. I'm a really good martial artist, but not the best martial artist. I'm a real good actor, but not the best actor. And like, basically, take all of these like, you know, like clips. And I'm gonna. I just bought a new camera, Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm gonna just start filming some like fun stuff. Just because I want to keep up with the like the Twitter the the TikTok that whole world. I'm I'm 41. I'm still kind of you know. Beyond the time, or, or behind the times, and so I, I'm gonna be rebranding myself very shortly when I get back to Wisconsin, and then start creating films. So just keep out, out, uh, look out for like a new YouTube channel that'll be branching out from my my uh, old one. And um yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like get back in the game with just a social media presence and branding myself. I think that's the problem I've always had, is I never really branded myself I tried to do all these things like I was doing acting I was I was singing at a piano bar I was you know um doing stand-up shows like once or twice a month and I never really honed in on like what makes Owen Owen yeah and how do I capitalize on who what I bring to the table and make a joke of myself like that's what we need to do we make fun of ourselves yeah and I really am the master of none like (laughs) I'll tell people like oh I do this like I you know um, I started photography and like, everyone's like, what the fuck don't you do? Like, I, you know, <laughs> I edit, I edit all my, all my stuff. I'm an editor. I do all these things because I, I love to learn shit. I love <laughs> to like get better and stuff. But yeah, that's my, that's my goal for 2021 is to, you know, really. And now that I have the time living in Wisconsin, I can do it. So that's yeah. the nice thing.
1: Awesome. So. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it and I'm yeah. going to check out your stuff. I remember watching your acting credits in the past and I was, I was impressed, sir. So oh, uh you. so, so is good. I want thank you for for coming on. I'm gonna let you go to your next thing and awesome. uh you, you're an officially an alumnus of social. Oh
2: uh, I feel very honored. Please tell Kelly, send yep. her my love, and uh and yeah, you guys um get get this pandemic, get it out of here. <laughs> and we can like I'll have a party someday. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> All right, I want to thank Owen for coming on the podcast. Um, he also, I should post this. This is uh, I got him and a, a bunch of other people um, from my life to wish my wife a happy birthday last month. And uh, he did a great job. He The, the dude can sing. So that was uh, very well done by him. And uh, definitely uh, check out things that Owen has done because I'm sure more is on the way. Um, and now we're going to switch gears. But before we do... I do want you guys to go to patreon.com slash funny Evan because that is how you can support this podcast um, and allow me to uh, take the time to bring on all kinds of Facebook friends from all over the world, um, personal friends, public figures. Like I have a whole spectrum of people um, that I could be talking to. I've spoken to about 120. I have over four and a half thousand to go. So the, the struggle is real. But uh, So do what you can, and there's reward tiers and freebies I can give you, Um, so definitely go to patreon.com slash funnyevan for as little as a dollar a month. Now let's get to WrestleMania, and who better to talk about WrestleMania and pick the winners than someone who does not watch wrestling on a regular basis, but that is someone who also has a history with wrestling, and that is young Beckett Sage. Beckett Sage went viral with the WWE when he was two years old for naming 20 wrestling themes in two minutes. Um, He had other um, videos after that, but then he was a has-been by age three. So uh, (laughs) I can say that because I wrote the article. Anyway, um, he's back. He actually now has his own YouTube channel. I asked him that. I also asked him um, at what age he thinks he's going to start kicking my ass And uh, if we were to fight at WrestleMania, what kind of match would it be? Um, So definitely get ready for that. Here is Breaking Down WrestleMania with Beckett Sage. All right. I'm here with Beckett Sage. Beckett Sage is (laughs) walking around a house. It's a very special week for Beckett. Why are you in the dark? I can't even hear you.
0: It was too loud in the living room, so I had to move somewhere else.
1: Okay, so Mr. Beckett Sage, first tell people about your YouTube channel. What is it called?
0: Uh, Beckett Sage.
1: Okay, great. And they can just find you on YouTube. And what kind of things do you do on your YouTube channel? Um, I play
0: video sometimes, but lately I haven't.
1: Okay. Now, Beckett Sage, do you recognize this photo behind me? Do you remember this at all? Sorta. Oh, good. Okay. That was from 2014. And here's Beckett Sage. Now, you are in, where are you right now? What state? Florida. You're in Florida. WrestleMania is going to be in Florida. Yeah. Do you have, did you ever want to go to WrestleMania? Oh, you know, Wrestle, you're coming back on Friday, but WrestleMania is in Florida on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I know. Okay, but you didn't want to go this year to WrestleMania.
0: Well, I do, but I can't because
1: I'm leaving on Friday. Oh, but I told you we could have gone to WrestleMania. We had pre-sale tickets. Okay, fine. Let's look at these matches. I'm going to share my screen with you, and then we're going to see who you think is going to win each thing. Okay. So, Mr. Beckett. First is a match with four different tag teams. We have Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the riot squad versus Natalia and Tamina. Do you have any preference? Do you, who do you think would win this match? Whoever wins gets to go for the championship on Sunday. They're going to fight on Saturday. I don't know. I
0: don't I don't know who's
1: gonna win. Well, that's why you're here. You're here to tell us who you think's gonna win. It's your picks. These are your WrestleMania picks. Uh, uh,
0: can you say their names again? I keep forgetting.
1: <laughs> Naomi and Lana is over here. Here, let me, I'll even annotate like I'm tutoring you. Here, this is Naomi and Lana. Okay. Here's Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. Here's the riot squad. And here's Natalia mm-hmm. and Tamina.
0: I think Natalia and Tamina because one of them is really like hard to like take down.
1: Yeah, Tamina is really tough. Okay, good. Like, so she'll yeah, get down. Yeah, but under- Sasha
0: Banks um, d- um,
1: got her down. Oh, that's true. Well, we're going to see what Sasha Banks does later. Here's our next match. Okay. It's Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens
0: mm-hmm
1: Who do you like more,
0: Kevin Owens? How come? I don't know. That's it's just it. because like he looks tougher. He's like like I haven't seen him in a while, and I don't even know who that wrestler, that other wrestler is. So <laughs> that's why I say Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah, Sami Zayn grew his hair long, and he grew a beard.
0: Mm.
1: He thinks everyone's against him. Okay, let's go to the next match then. It's Big E versus Apollo Cruz. It's Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz is a Nigerian of Nigerian descent. I
0: I feel like it's um, uh, what's his name again? Big E. No, not Big E.
1: Apollo Cruz.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna win.
1: Okay, Big E looks na-
0: stronger.
1: Yeah, Big E's now the Intercontinental Champion, but I guess Apollo is very strong. Okay, fine. Let's go to the next match oh it's seth rollins versus cesaro what do you I think, think about? seth
0: rollins is gonna win no wait actually um cesaro
1: do you like when cesaro twirls people around
0: i don't remember what they do you is. remember i
1: did that to yeah. you i did the swing remember i picked no. you up by your legs and i did 360s with you yeah so cesaro did that to seth rollins he did it like 22 times oh god i probably vomit okay good let's go to the next match it's seamus versus matt riddle
0: i remember matt riddle
1: yeah riddle who do you think's gonna win
0: i think um seamus why i don't know i just feel like he's been practicing more like on the days because like I remember how strong he is and he's like really
1: strong in the games. That's true. He is strong in the games. Yes. Cause you play him the game on my phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see who's next. We have, Oh my gosh. It's Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Braun Strowman,
0: Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman.
1: <laughs> They're going to be in a steel cage. Does that change your mind? No. I think Braun Strowman's maybe about 35 years old. How old do you think Shane McMahon is?
0: 27.
1: <laughs> he's almost 50. What? Yep, yeah, Shane McMahon's almost 50. It
0: looks like he's a 27-year-old.
1: Okay, well, we'll pass along the word to him. Maybe, maybe Auntie Debbie will mention this. Okay. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the next one. It's bad bunny. And Damien Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. Now, Bad Bunny's actually a singer. He's a rapper and he won a Grammy. But he's mm. going to fight The Miz.
0: I think it's going to be The Miz and the other
1: guy. Morrison? Guess, but... How come? Yeah.
0: Because Morrison looks really strong, or if that's not his name.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: And I think The Miz would do it.
1: Yeah. So, who's, so do you,
0: yeah
1: do you think the Miz is gonna pin Bad Bunny? Yeah, probably. Okay. okay, probably. Let's go a few more. Let's see. Oh, it's Asuka versus Rhea Ripley.
0: I think it's gonna be Rhea Ripley.
1: How come? I
0: don't know. She just looks stronger than um uh what's her name again?
1: Asuka. Yeah. But Asuka has green coming out of her eyes.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Okay. Okay, well we'll see what if that helps in the match. I mean she has Rhea Ripley has stuff on her face too. Yeah. Do you like those earrings Rhea Ripley has? No. Okay, well, okay, let's move on. They look too big
0: for her ears.
1: Oh my gosh, ah. the fiend is back. He was burned alive by Randy Orton in December, but then he came back to life. And now he was caught a fire. I think a... it's
0: gonna be Randy Orton. Why? Because, I mean, he's, like, been a lot stronger. I remember the time he broke somebody's neck
1: before. Oh, yeah, he did break someone's neck. Okay. He kicks people in the head. hmm Okay. But the fiend came back from being set on fire.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it's Randy Orton. I think it's going to be Randy Orton, but. Okay. Even yeah.
1: if Alexa Bliss is helping the fiend? Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the next one. It's the Raw Tag Team Championships. It's the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos.
0: I think it's going to be AJ Styles and Omos because I remember the time AJ Styles almost defeated Undertaker when Undertaker's like really, really strong.
1: Yeah, you you defeated Undertaker in the yard, right? In the outside. Yeah. Yeah, that was last year.
0: But Undertaker, Undertaker still won.
1: That's true. Also, Omos is like seven feet tall. He's very, okay. Yeah, he is. Okay, let's go to the next one. Oh, it's Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair.
0: Sasha Banks.
1: How come?
0: Because she defeated Maya Jax.
1: Oh, that's true. She did defeat Nia Jax. But Bianca Belair is the EST. I
0: don't know what that means, but I'm still, I still think it's going to be Sasha Banks.
1: Okay, fine. Let's check out then there's a couple more matches. It's Bobby Lashley. Bobby versus... Lashley. How come?
0: Because I remember he's like super strong and he's a WWE champion.
1: But Drew was the champion before Bobby Lashley. I
0: still think it's going to be Bobby Lashley.
1: Okay. He's very strong.
0: Yeah, but I know.
1: Remember, we at the last Try This at Home we did, or Don't Try This at Home, We I did the full Nelson to you.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the hurt By line. Bobby Lashley?
1: Yeah, that was Bobby Lashley's move. I guess I could do a Claymore to you in the next one. I could kick you in the face. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, it's the main event. It's Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns versus Edge. It's between
0: Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan.
1: But Edge is coming back for a title he never lost. He's coming back oh, after Oh, wait. I years. remember Edge's
0: neck broke by Randy Orton.
1: No. Uh, yeah, but now it's back. Yeah. Magic. Okay, so but you still think so? So only one of them. I can think win. it's
0: gonna be Roman Reigns.
1: Roman Reigns is gonna win because he's the big dog. Mhm. Good. Uh, do you have a favorite wrestler right now? Bobby Lashley. Oh, okay. So you're in the Hurt business. He's part of the Hurt business. Mm-hmm. Now, Beckett, if we were to fight at WrestleMania, what kind of match do you think it would be? What would be the rules?
0: Take me down, match. I'd get broken down
1: by you. Wait, I what do you mean broken down. I would chop you down. No. But but how would we win? What would the rules be?
0: Uh. Don't break the WrestleMania windows.
1: Don't break the wrestle. Oh, I mean around the ring.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, this is gonna be WrestleMania. Is gonna be in a big stadium with like forty thousand people. Please. There may not be windows. So that's the kind of match you wouldn't you wouldn't want to fight me in a steel cage? No. Okay. What about like with chairs and tables?
0: Uh I'd push you off.
1: Oh, you push me off a table?
0: No, I'd push you off if you're climbing the fence, I'd push you off onto a table.
1: Oh my god, that's gonna hurt so much. Okay. (laughs) So now as you get stronger and I get weaker, when at what age do you think you're going to start to be able to kick my ass? Mm. How old are you going to have to be? And then how old am I going to have to be where you start to kick my butt?
0: You're probably going to be 45 or something. Oh,
1: that's not far away. And how old are you going to be? Uh,
0: 45 isn't, you're going to be 45 in four years. Okay. So, and I'm turning nine in three days. Okay. So that makes. So when you're 12,
1: you're going, when you're 12, you're going to be able to beat me up. You need a few more years.
0: Well, maybe like. fourteen.
1: Okay, cause you, cause you. Usually, I'm able to beat you up, not for real, but I'm able to, to be quicker than you. But I think when you finally are able to defeat me and I tap out, what's going to be your finishing move on me? How are you going to knock me down? Pinch you on the leg. Oh, that's, you're gonna pinch you on the leg. That's gonna be your finishing move. Because- that
0: always gets you when like you're trying to tap me out yes and Um, then like then i pinch you on the leg and then you move back away and i don't
1: that makes me sound like a wimp (laughs) (laughs) all right mr beckett your time has been very greatly appreciated um i guess i guess you get a toy out of this that's been part of the the deal you'll consult
0: i got new new shoes
1: oh you want they can go along with your wheelies Your wheelies, I don't know. You want to go back on those wheelie shoes? No. Okay, so you got new shoes. Crack years. my
0: head if I fall back on going. Oh, that's those. true. That's
1: why we got you a helmet. Okay, so when you're not going to WrestleMania this year. Would you want to go to WrestleMania uh, next year in Texas?
0: Sure.
1: Okay. Well, we'll keep it open. All right, Mr. Beckett Sage. Thanks for coming on for WrestleMania, breaking down all the picks. Do you have anything you'd like to say or anything you'd like to promote before I let you go?
0: Um, have a great time.
1: Okay. Have a great time. See you, Mr. Sage. All right. That was Beckett Sage. I would like to thank him for taking the time to come on my podcast. I only bring back Facebook friends if on that same episode, there's a newbie Facebook friend like Owen or that Facebook friend brings on a new Facebook friend, an uninterviewed Facebook friend of mine, whom I can interview uh during the episode. So Beckett came back because of Owen. Owen was the reason Beckett was allowed. So he should thank Owen for that. Um, and I should thank you guys for checking this out. Go to awkwardwithevan.com for every old episode and follow this podcast every which way you can on social media at Awkward with Evan. And we have more in the can, more to share, and more to interview. More awkward. Stay awkward, because I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to
0: like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.